Well, hello, my little bamlets and bean stews. This is Beans, and it is disclaimer time. Bam and I are not sexperts, and our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health concern, we strongly urge you to consult a qualified physician. And, for obvious reasons, our Sex Talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be you till the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you And this is our Sex Talk Podcast, where we like to talk about sex, and we beg you to talk about sex with us by emailing us at famandbeans at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook, where we have our weekly Would You Rathers. You're getting so good at I'm that. I'm doing so much Look better. Look at you. Well, you don't know why I was actually talking to myself consistently <laughs> in the shower. Like, okay, I go first. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> like a small mirror in my shower. I give myself a pep talk. That's amazing. <laughs> I wish I had a small mirror in my shower. I'll get you a small mirror I'll for your it. shower. Yeah, something that I can just like... Yeah. On the, on the tile there. Yeah. Yeah. Cute little... little. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing podcast. <laughs> We're doing... Real- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was watching Letterkenny also. <laughs> <laughs> Fart book is the best. I That's my least favorite. Uh, Alright, so... Last week's Would You Rathers. I, again, I'm really sorry that I'm a shit person. But on the bright side, we have such a core group of people who, like, hunt down our Would You Rathers. And then they, like, comment on them immediately (laughs) once they are posted. So, um, let's see. Last week's was uh, Sleep With Only Hose or Die a Virgin. And... We have one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, well, seven for hoes. Yeah. Only one person would rather die a virgin. It makes sense. Um, And then the other one is, would you rather take your partner's underwear off with your teeth or tease them with your tongue until they take them off themselves? Um, We only had four votes for that one, but three for um, teasing them. With their tongue until they take their underwear off. Only one with taking off a teeth. So only only one other person that is just, like, fucking rearing to go. Yeah. And impatient as fuck. Yep. But still trying to be sexy. And then the last would you rather is uh, have your fingers buried in your partner's back or have your partner's legs wrapped around you during sex. This one got five votes and we have... 
two votes for legs and then one or three votes for fingers. Buried. So it's a little more of a split with that one. Yeah. So that's nice. That one's a nice one. I enjoy when it's kind of more of a split party. Yeah. I like seeing like uh, diversity. Yeah. Amongst opinions. 100% don't get me wrong. I like when I'm able to be like, well, you're one out of 25 people who voted this way, so you're my interesting person. (laughs) (laughs) You're going against the grain. Yeah. But I also, yeah, I do. I like the split parties also. Mm -hmm. It gives us more to work with. Yeah. (laughs) And with that being said, guess what we have next? Would you rather? <laughs> no, we didn't practice. That was just really amazing. <laughs> okay, so beans. Bam. Sorry, I was in the middle of That's okay. a drink. <laughs> this one's gonna be a little bit different. <sighs> oh, different. Okay. Different. I thought okay. See, I'm just so used to going like this one's going to be a little hard. Like, oh, <laughs> well, I right want, off the bat. <laughs> now, this one, I want you to imagine you have a penis. Oh, okay. Okay. I so. frequently imagine having a penis. I also frequently imagine having a penis. Wait, really quick. What would you do? First thing you would do, having a penis, if you woke up and just all of a sudden had a penis, what oh would be the first I'd thing? Oh, my God. I'd fucking windmill of the shit. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, my God. Woo! Helicopter. And then I would... I would immediately play with myself, like, not even waiting for anything. So this is what this feels like. This is what this feels this like. weird. And then I would, like, I would do all the things that I do to a penis, like, flick it, flap it, oh, move geez. it around. I'd be like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> like, or, no, I have no idea how this feels. <laughs> like, I don't get it at all. Okay, so, beans. Yeah, you yeah. having a penis... Would you rather walk around with an erection from 6 a.m. to 5.59 p.m. or never be able to have an erection from 6 p.m. to 5.59 a.m.? Oh, man. So no night sex is what you're telling me. Yeah. Mm. Like, major boner for the entirety of the morning. For the entirety of the day, really. Yeah, like, pretty much. If you've got a 9 to 5 job, then you're literally just going to be running around with a stiffy the whole oh damn work day. Which would be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> like, the sexual harassment complaints. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think... Crazy. I think that if I were going to go that route... Um, okay, so... So if I if I choose that answer, then there is no restrictions on when I can have a boner, except for the fact that I will always have a boner at that time. So I can still achieve a boner any other time if I want to, or if I feel yeah the, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> if I want to, here I am. Like like it's a fucking choice sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, <laughs> this is me trying to understand what it's like to have a penis. <laughs> See, this is fun for me, watching her real around, <laughs> trying to understand. Um, so if I choose this option, I think um, a change in uh, wardrobe would be, like, Necessary. prudent. Yeah. Um, I would, I mean, honestly, in my normal profession, it'd be okay, because I wear baggy chef pants. Um, I can imagine it'd be extremely uncomfortable the whole day, though. Yeah. Like, if I think about it, if I 
as a female, went through my whole work day just incredibly aroused with, you know, just like throbbing female genitalia. I would not, I, I, I don't like this one. <laughs> I thought this would be fun for you. I don't want to be, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, ugh. I'm going to go with the first option. I don't like it. You're going to have a massive erection from 6 a.m. Yeah. Until like 5.59 at night. Otherwise, literally, I am. I can only have sex during the day. And, like, I just, I don't want there to be restrictions on when I can and cannot have sex, okay? So there, that's my reasoning. Take it or leave it. Yeah, so I'm going with the second one. Yeah? Yeah. I would rather, it like, not be able to get it up, like, at night going into morning. Because then I would just pretty much be okay. Like, I would be okay with that. But what if you start, like, getting it on um, close to the time? Oh, my God. And then you just floppy dick. Like, at, like, at 6 p.m. <laughs> like you're fucking Cinderella with the oh pumpkin. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, mid-thrust and boom. <laughs> Babe, are you okay? What happened? Ah, it's 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we gotta hurry up. We got five more minutes. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> that would be... Just the thought of it would be... Fu- it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'm gonna stay with that, Oh though. my god, okay. That, I'm gonna stick with that, and then... You know what? I wanna hear... I wanna hear from the rest of, of our uh, awesome podcast listenership. Um, if you were a dude, which would you choose? And please enlighten us. Uh, feel free to comment more um, as far as your reasoning behind it. If you are anywhere near why we were, you know, chose the options or if we're completely way off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and females absolutely pretend to have a penis for a day and weigh in too. Oh, yeah. Pretend to have a penis. <laughs> okay. So this next one's going to be really easy for you. Okay. I like them easy. What is the square root? No, just... <laughs> 3.1415. Oh, God. I didn't even finish. <laughs> you knew it already. <laughs> All right, Beans. Would you rather use ice cubes or whipped cream during sex? Ooh. So not foreplay, but during actual intercourse. Ice cubes. Ice cubes? Absolutely. Yeah, because you're one of those people who just <laughs> likes the cold. I like it cold. And also, like, whipped cream is nice during foreplay. It makes mm-hmm. things tasty. And uh, the cool, it's, Jesus, sorry. It's a cool uh, feeling to have whipped cream on you. And then it feels even better when a nice warm mouth licks it off. Yeah. But I feel like during sex itself, like, mm, it's kind of messy. Yeah. I mean, we've already done our foreplay thing. Yeah, I don't want to be sticky. And I also don't want it to end up inside me. Oh, yeah, because that, that'll throw off your pH balances and stuff. And that's yeah. Just not... All right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I You're the also, same? Yeah. I would also ice cubes. want ice cubes. 
Hell yeah, shove a couple up there and see how long it takes to melt. Ow. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, so this next one, I'm going to put a little, little spin on it. All right. So it is, would you rather have sex, sex missionary style or doggy style? Mm. But I'm going to say you, for one week out of the month, you can only do one or the other. Doggy. Oh, yeah. You have, like, so many other options, like, things that you can do while you're in doggy yeah. style. So, like, even though it's doggy style, like, you can still put your hand down there and cup the balls. You can still use toys and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that one's a good one. Yeah. I like that yeah. one. I just, um, I really enjoy the the body contact of doggy. Like, I feel like you get a harder thrust with it. Yeah, I feel like it definitely goes deeper. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like a hopeless romantic, so oh, I like the, the the face-to-face contact and yeah. the kissing and mm-hmm. being able to stare into my partner's eyes, and, uh, like, creepily. But not like that, though. <laughs> this is why I creep. <laughs> well, remember, I don't have my glasses on when I'm having sex, so... <laughs> I kind of have to open my eyes a little bit more because I can't see. see. <laughs> Maybe you should start wearing my glasses. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. But yeah, I thought I would take it easy on you this week, you know, because the last couple weeks, the would you rather have been getting more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> well, those were actually pretty good would you rathers. Thanks, I tried. The first one was kind of hard, but, you know. I thought it would be fun for you. Fuck you. <laughs> it was. It was very fun. I really enjoyed it. So, for this week's episode and for the next few episodes, um, I found another thought catalog article Yay. that might be interesting. I, I don't know what it is about thoughtcatalog.com, but they've got some some pretty, like, clickbaity shit that is just right up my fucking alley. <laughs> And this one is 50 plus sexual fetishes you've never heard of. Yay! So, this is how this is going to work. You've got your would-you-rathers. Yeah, I do. Um, Now I've got a nice long list of, you know, some obscure sexual fetishes. Oh, yeah. I am going to read off um, a few that of the more, you know... Uh, technical sounding ones and I'm gonna let you guess what it entails okay okay so um number one on this list is some some of these are a little uh a little out there so just be okay use your imagination and be be prepared okay uh, and I might be saying some of these wrong, so... I mean, if There's anything, that. we can always type them into Google, and Google could say it for us. That's actually a really good idea. Vorerophilia. What? Vorerophilia. Oh, okay. Oh, um... Hmm. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> My boyfriend has vorerophilia. Oh, um, Not actually, though. Oh, okay. Not actually. Um, I mean, I could use it in a sentence that would, like, 
totally give away what it is. Okay. Well, um, Mararophilia. <laughs> um, is it the sexual desire to touch the vagina? No. Mm. Well, that's the best I got so far. Okay. Mararophilia is an abnormal sexual condition characterized by the tendency to become aroused by the idea of eating someone. Mm. The idea of being eaten by someone or by witnessing a cannibalistic scene. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of eating. Cannibalism. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I eat Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. People with this particular paraphilia are commonly referred to as vores. Vores? V-O-R-E-S? Yeah, I would say vores. Yeah. So, <laughs> that is vorerophilia. Mm. They, they, I love that this article, it starts off with a bang. <laughs> um, yeah, more like a, more like a crunch, but, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let's all go hard and paint. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, number two, hybristophilia. 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 Um, who, okay, uh, feel like it has something to do, is it only being able to be aroused when you are having sex with a virgin and popping their hymen? That's not a terrible guess, but no. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Hybristophilia is an abnormal sexual condition in which sexual desire and climax occur in response to the knowledge that one's partner has committed a heinous act such as infidelity, lying, or criminal acts such as rape, murder, or robbery. Can we just say it's what I said? <laughs> Hybristophilia. <laughs> can we can we go with my definition? <laughs> Fucking A. (laughs) And Uh, you said that I'm depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, I thought this would be fun. (laughs) Fuck you. It is fun. I like it so much. Okay, next one. Well, if you think about it, like, I feel like there are some very healthy outlets for people this way. Oh, yeah. There's role playing. Mm hmm. And, um,. More role-playing. And I can't think of any other way. Porn. Pornography. I'm not sure where you could find porn attached to the first one. The dark web? Oh. I don't know. Well, don't go there. No, don't do that. Probably don't do that. (laughs) We don't recommend the dark web for anything. (laughs) No. Um, So, numbers three through four. Five are well. Okay, I mean number. Th- I'll just keep going down the line. Number three is called diaper bondage. Okay, now those two words. I know what both of those words mean. Oh wait, um, this condition is also known as paraphilic infantilism. Infantilism. Autonephilic. Autonephilia. I'm, I'm going to have you to sing that? that one. Did you sing that one? Because it sounded like <laughs> you sang that one. I feel like I should be doing scales while I say these words. Yeah. <laughs> Autonephilia. Autonephilia. 
Okay, where we got? Thank you. It's never gonna give that up. Yeah. Um more commonly, adult baby syndrome. Yeah, that's what I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's a specific form of submission that involves role play in which an adult regresses to an infant-like state. Often the adult performing this sexual fetish will appear, will wear a diaper and act like a baby, seeking nurturing from their sexual partner. Um, I've also heard this um, as being under the category of age play. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily the most taboo of fetishes yeah like it made of but oh you know of the, the three yeah <laughs> definitely the most um innocent uh i mean we, we are talking that you would regress to infantism so innocent would be correct yeah yeah um you want to do one more let's do one more yeah let's do one more why not we introduce cannibalism and babies and it's <laughs> fine. Number four, sleeping sex. Oh, is that where is that where your partner can only become aroused when they think that you're sleeping? Sexomnia is a rare sleep disorder that prompts an individual to seek sexual activity in their sleep. Oh, okay. So it's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although most reported cases involve men, both males and females may initiate sleep sex. That makes sense. That's interesting. Yeah. I've heard of that one before. I just... But, like, like it's like sleepwalking, sleep yeah. sexing. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. It's yeah. just sleep sexing. Yeah. Which is, you know, fun. Yeah. But there is... <clears throat> I'm sure there's another one out there. Oh, sure. Where it's like, your partner can only be aroused if they think that you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time they can have sex with you. Eesh. And I'm like, hmm. Oh, somnophilia, number eight. Is erotic arousal dependent upon the act of intruding on a stranger mid-sleep or waking someone with an erotic caress? Somnophilia. I knew it was out there. Yeah. So I thought that would be like a cute little fun game that we can play for the next few weeks while we whittle down the 50 plus unknown, lesser known fetishes. I like that. It's fun. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. Some of them are less creepy than the others. Yeah. I I like the less creepy ones. (laughs) and, And to be honest, like... The first one would probably be a lot less creepy if I hadn't uh, associated it with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, you know, we only live 20 minutes away from where he killed people, but... Oh, man. Um, Is it bad that I still uh, consider Ambrosia chocolate to be one of the best chocolates that we have in the area? (laughs) It's tasty, and it's really good for uh, coating berries. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's really good. I mean... I'm not offended. <laughs> you know, because it's chocolate. I fucking love chocolate, man. Chocolate's like my favorite. Okay. So, beans. Yeah, ma'am. How well do you know your vagina? I think her and I are well, well acquainted. Well, I have 22 vital facts that you need to know about your vagina. Ooh, okay. Um, this article is 
by one of my favorites, Cosmo. (laughs) (laughs) The amazing people at Cosmopolitan Magazine. Yes. Um, Lane Moore is on this one again. Um, And then I'm going to say Zoe Rutterman. Yeah. Uh, But this one was posted at the beginning of the year in January. And I've read it a few, well, I've read parts of it a few times. And uh, I think it's a, I think it's a good one. Because there is like other articles that I've read um, like 10 years ago that were similar. Okay. So some things haven't changed and some things kind of have. Okay. Um, You and your batch have been through a lot together. Your first tampon, your first relationship, your first orgasm. But how much do you really know about her? Well, it's time for you to get acquainted with your homegirl's fun quirks. So let's do this. Alrighty. So number one is not every woman is born with a hymen. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, That thin membrane partially covering the entrance to the vagina isn't guaranteed. According to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists and... And even if you were born with one, playing sports as a kid, using tampons, or random medical procedures can break it. So not having a hymen doesn't really mean that you've never had sex before. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah I knew that. Um, number two. Labia come in all shapes and sizes. This I knew. The labia labia minora, or the lip-like tissue around the opening of your vagina, can be as little as one quarter inch or up to two inches wide. Hmm. Um, Per the, um, um, they just go ahead and make an acronym, the ACOG. And again, that's the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. Okay. So, that's who I'm referring to when I... Don't say all of those words together. Gotcha. Um, and then they go on to say, so yeah, every girl is unique and special like a unicorn. Mm. Um, number three, your vagina always has a little bit of yeast in it. Yep. Yep, that I knew. That one I knew. We've got, uh, you know, I mean, the vagina itself is like a whole ecosystem mm-hmm. of different types of uh, bacteria and, like, the smallest things that we do can put that out of whack. And that's how yeast infections happen. That's how bacterial infections happen. But it's not bad to have a little bit of yeast. It's actually normal. Yeah. Which I know some people some people have always been like, well, I have yeast, so that's not good. No. You're supposed to have mm-hmm. a very, like, a fair amount, not a fair amount. Small. A small amount. Yeah. Um, even if you don't have a full-on yeast infection, your they call it Yahoo. Your vagina Thanks. typically contains some of the fungus. It's only when your microbrime or the healthy array array of bacteria in your vag gets disrupted by lubes or even antibiotics that the yeast can overgrow. And causes symptoms like itching and burning. Mm-hmm. Or if you're one of those people that decided douching wasn't a good idea, or if you um, 
wash the inside of your vagina with yeah. soap and water. These are also things that can throw off that um, the microbe inside your vagina. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will say this because I think I said it once. Please don't wash the inside of your vagina. Please don't douche. Please stop doing those things. Do not. Do not. Your vagina is a self-cleaning yeah. part of your body. She does it for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. She just, will take care of herself. Just warm water. Yeah. Just gentle. That's it. Just, yeah. You, you ain't got to worry about that. You, you can absolutely wash the, the outside. Oh, yeah. And, you know, your, your pubis um, is that can actually do well with some of the normal uh, grooming practices mm-hmm. as anything else. You know, um, washing... Uh, even uh, exfoliating yep. and conditioning. Mm-hmm. I like to use an exfoliant um, after shaving. Oh yeah, I like and that too. like the the next like few washes after shaving, even to help kind of uh, deter, like not deter, but to stop, put a stop to uh, ingrown hairs and things like that. Yeah, so, you know. Treat your vagina well, and, and she'll return the favor. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then uh, number four is it's just one part of your down there region. So uh, most of us use the word vagina to refer to everything between the legs, but technically the term only describes the narrow canal that runs inside of your body. Hmm. Um, from the vulva, the visible area that includes the inner and outer labia, clitoris, and permeum, okay. to the cervix, the lower per- portion of the uterus. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people that uh, includes everything in mm-hmm. the word vagina. Yeah. So, I mean... But vulva outside, vagina inside, cervix, way more inside. Yeah. Super inside. <laughs> Um, number five, the surrounding area can often be different colors. Yeah. The shade of your southern region isn't necessarily related to the tone of the rest of your skin. May, many light-skinned women have brown or purplish labia, while, uh, while a darker-skinned woman can have a lighter vulva. You also can have different colors in different areas. For example, your labia can be on the darker side, yet your perineum, there we go. I don't know. That got stuck in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And yet your perineum could be pale pink. So. I'm, I'm all pink. Like, I'm all different shades of pink down there. As with the rest of my skin tone, I'm rather pink. I'm actually, uh, I'm a little darker. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's not like... It's well, like, more like a little bit... It more like a, like a medium rare steak. Like that shade of pink. Kind yeah. of like a, almost like a hot pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the inside there. Yeah. Um, number six... Its walls are pleated. Mm-hmm. Usually the walls of a vagina lie compressed against each other, but the sides can separate and widen 
kind of like the way an umbrella opens. The vagina technically swells up to two inches while during sex and can get even bigger to allow a baby to pass through it. I like to think of it as like an accordion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hee-haw, hee-haw. 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 I want you guys to know when she said aroused, it got wider. Yeah. <laughs> it's an opening up. <laughs> 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 um, it's like the taboo buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> Which was also great podcasting. <laughs> I'm going to bring that back soon. Oh, I have to. It's down in the storage unit somewhere. <laughs> All right, number seven. Lots of sex will not stretch it out. Nope. As explained above, the vagina is incredibly elastic, so it always returns back to its usual tightness after sex. She sure does. Number eight. Nor will it shrink if you go through a dry spell. Ever heard of that no booty bout can make your vagina tighter than ever? That's false. Your vaginal muscles may be tense at first. Mm -hmm. Penetration shouldn't be painful. Talk to your doctor if it continues. Mm. And then it actually has, uh, right under that, it has another uh, article, like clickbait, for Mm -hmm. 12 Kegel exercises you've got to try. (laughs) Oh. I was actually thinking of just posting the Kegel exercises. Totally. On Facebook. That'd be amazing. All right. Uh, Number nine. You can strengthen it like any other muscle. This we knew. This one we knew because guess what I just talked about? Kegels! Kegels! Uh, Your pelvic floor muscles hold your vagina, uterus, rectum, and urethra in place. So when your pelvic floor is weak, you know, like right after you push out a whole human, it can be harder to hold your pee. But doing Kegels can strengthen the muscles surrounding your urethra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and vagina, your urethral and vaginal openings. Just clamp down as if you were stopping the flow of the air and hold for three seconds and relax for three seconds. If you do uh, 10 reps a day, working on your way up to 10 seconds holds. Hmm. All right. And some people use um, kegel balls. To do it, um, honestly, uh, one thing when you're doing kegels, if you feel your uh, like your butt pucker, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. You have to try and like really focus on the muscles and like your vaginal walls. Because if you're doing like the whole... What if your butt puckers at first, but then you can strengthen it enough to get it to where it doesn't yeah. pucker anymore? Like if you're... Ladies, if your butt puckers, don't be discouraged. Just keep trying. Yeah, focus more. <laughs> you just really have to, you have to focus. That's yeah. pretty much what it yeah. is. Because some people will be doing kegels and they're like, I feel like it's not doing anything. And I'm like, are you focusing on your vaginal walls or mm-hmm. is your butt doing the stuff with you? So yeah. I figured I will do one more and then we can use more for later. All right. So <clears throat> number 10, it's. Teeming with bacteria. I feel like that's it's just kinda, going along with the, the yeast one. Yeah. 
So, I mean, most people, mm-hmm. some people know that there's bacteria in there. Some people do not. But one thing that we could do, I'm sorry to interrupt no, you, you're fine. is you could just paraphrase the rest of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we actually went over a couple of them. So, yeah. um, number 11 is that it's self cleaning. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. We did. Um, number 12 is there are two major causes of vaginal pain. Um, and this one is. Vaginismus? That's what I was going to say. Vaginismus. Um, which causes the vaginal muscles to contract involuntarily. Uh, can make it difficult or impossible to have sex, use a tampon, um, undergo a gyno exam. And then the... Vulvodynia. Yep. And that one is uh, directly connected to uh, valva pain, um, stringing or sensation. So intense that... Uh, so intense that direct touch is hard to bear. Um, now, this is that there are two major causes. But, I mean, there are other minor causes of vaginal pain. Yeah. There's other minors, but these are, like, the major ones. Mm-hmm. So, if you're, um, so if you're having kind of those pains and stuff, you do want to see your gynecologist to kind of rule out any other conditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, then that way... Uh, your gynecologist will be able to help you um, kind of go forward, figure out what's best for you and what kind of treatment you guys can get. Um, and then number 13 is the scent can change throughout the month. Yeah. That one is uh, very, it's very typical, but and also. is a thing. Yeah. Um, it depends on like if you're doing a lot of sex, if you're doing a lot of gym work, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But always just be aware of like if you have obscure or irregular discharge mm-hmm. um and then if it continues like again like we've said multiple times before know your body yeah if you know that that's not a smell that you normally produce mm-hmm. you you go see somebody yeah um orgasms are good for you is number 14 duh Orgasms actually help strengthen your vaginal muscles. They sure do. That's why also strengthening your vaginal muscles by yourself will actually help intensify your orgasms. Mm -hmm. So they work hand in hand. Um, 15 is, but too much sex can throw it out of whack. So if you're having too much sex, uh, primarily you're not allowing your vagina. Like if you're having so much sex that you're feeling chafed. You're not allowing your vagina to self-clean to, uh, like, pretty much put itself back together. Yeah. So, it's kind of like if you're headbanging for too long and you just don't stop headbanging, well, then your head, like, it's all fucky. So, like, that's the easiest way that I was... (laughs) I didn't say I'm a good parent. I love it. I just said I'm a drunk aunt, okay? (laughs) Okay. Um... Number 16 is discharge changes throughout your cycle. Um, We've talked about that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Number 17 is your vagina is not a black hole. It's impossible for anything like a tampon to get lost up in there um, because your service blocks off access. Yes. I mean, it can get stuck up there. Yeah. You may have to go fishing for it. But, I mean, it's not like it's going to go travel further. Yeah. I mean, it legitimately says, like, 
fish it out by squatting down and bearing down. Um, if not, your doctor can remove it. <laughs> um, and then they say, please do not put food near your vagina. The sugar can lead to an infection. Yeah. So just a reminder, guys. Stop Don't shoving cream in there. Yeah, stop shoving food up there. Or honey. Yeah, those are all bad things. Why I do you have honey, honey in the hey, you bedroom? Know what? I thought honey would be, would be okay because it's got the... Uh, like, uh, healing properties. Why the fuck do you have honey in no. your bedroom? Because it's sticky. Oh my god. Yeah, it's delicious. What kind of fucking monster are you? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm a fucking honey bear. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I love you. It, honey is not a foreign concept in the bedroom, bam. Listen, Beans, I'm just saying. I'm not saying I personally have it, but... It's not a foreign concept. Okay, listen, when I yelled at you just now, your eyes got super wide, like, fuck, she knows. (laughs) (laughs) I will march into your bedroom and check right now. (laughs) I mean, go ahead. You'll find a lot of Halloween candy. (laughs) You're just like, bitch won't find my honey, though. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't gonna find my honey pot. (laughs) (laughs) Can't see you. Number 18 is clicks at clit. Clits, and then your clitoris act like boners when you're turned oh, on. Oh, this we knew. Yeah. So, you know, your blood flow, it's engorged. Your little... clits are tiny little boners. Yeah. It's a little, I call it my girly boner. Yeah. That's what I like to call mine because I want her to my feel just as special. Boner. Yeah. Oh, my little girly boner. <laughs> little tingles. <laughs> 19, your vagina can actually double in size. Now, we know that because people push people out of themselves. Yes. So yeah. we know why your vagina can double. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. It explains. Because of babies. Um, number 20 is your clitoris is more sensitive than a penis. Yes. Um, there are nine, <clears throat> there are 8,000 sensory nerve yes. endings on a, clit- on a clitoris and a penis only has 4,000. Yes. So we have twice as many. That's mm-hmm. why it's extremely important, important that you guys know where it is. Yeah. You touch on it for a second. Flick your tongue on it. Don't that's, slap it. That's also why. Asked for. <laughs> that's also why we're very particular in the way we want it to be touched. Yeah, I may like it being rubbed this way one minute, but then I want you to do it another way the next minute. Yeah, and like you don't have to like push it back into our bodies. Mm, like, yeah, no, you don't need a whole lot uh-uh. on there. It's a nice, sensual. Like you're plucking the strings of a. Wonderful, sensual harp. And the harp will break if you pluck the strings too hard. Yeah. Or you're going to get hit in the face. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you definitely get hit in the you're face. You definitely get hit in the face. I've punched somebody before <laughs> over abusing my clit. I will do it again. <laughs> I don't doubt that. <laughs> if you're too rough, you get fucking punched. <laughs> um, number 21, your vagina is like a fine wine. Um, so this one... It only gets better with age. Well, I mean, it's more the no. pH balance of what they're talking about. <laughs> um, your your vagina's uh, pH balance is actually a 3.8 to a 4.5. Oh. And the pH of most wines fall around 3.0 mm. to 4.0. Mine's like a nice uh, Pinot Noir. Yeah, so no. your vagina's <laughs> legitimately like a fine wine because the pH balance is very similar. Interesting. Um... Number 22 is vagina surgery is crazy expensive and you probably don't need it. 
So some people is it like the rejuvenation? Yeah. Oh, your vaginal like the vaginal vaginal rejuvenation. Um, it's legitimately around seven thousand dollars. Fuck. And they're like hardly ever covered by insurance because that's I mean, cosmetic. Yeah, because it's cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So. Those are my 22 facts about your vagina. Oh, I feel like I know my vagina a little bit better now. I hope other people out there who should probably be at school who are listening to this podcast, (laughs) and we scold you very much for it, but I hope that you know your vagina a little bit better also. Hey, really quick. Mateo, chill out. We're just talking about vaginas. (sighs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and now it is time for Okay Blue thanks. I, I was like fuck I sound like Blue's Clues The second I did it uh, 50 revealing questions that will make your friends <laughs> Oh that's right Yeah we have Juicy J's Questionnaire Extraordinaire That's right I got really excited because I was on a thought catalog roll And I totally forgot that we have super personal, important questions that were tailor-made just for us. Yeah. By Juicy J, questionnaire extraordinaire. Okay. Bam, are you ready for number two? I'm super ready for number two. You've mentioned a horribly failed attempt at group sex in the past. And how it has turned you off a bit to future attempts. I was wondering, would you ever consider it again? Perhaps even in just a threesome situation, rather than a swapping type situation? If so, would you feel more comfortable if the person joining were male or female? Um, I have actually. I've thought about that very, very much so. Because my partner actually would be more uncomfortable because this is a different partner yeah than the one previously um but if we if we were to do we would probably do more like a threesome situation mm-hmm. and then our added party would that it would be a female probably a female yeah yeah because unfortunately my husband is a how would I probably describe him heterosexual um a dog in heat and very territorial yeah. 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 He That's would, about right. He would probably fight somebody else. Have you guys ever actually talked about doing a threesome? Um, kind of. Slightly. Um, but we actually, because we are starting to take some steps towards starting a family, mm-hmm. um, he felt like it was odd to kind of talk about it okay and then i was like well i mean this is still something we should talk about if it's been on your mind so um we're kind of getting around to talking about it you know we talk about it for like a few minutes Mm -hmm. and then he'll change the subject and i'm like i can see it's because he thinks i'm uncomfortable about it Mm -hmm. but also he doesn't know the extent of my sexual history right because he actually stopped listening to it he was like i don't want to (laughs) know The past is the past. I'm your future. Like, okay. <laughs> in, like, a really sweet way. I love that he he thinks about me 
even if it's like, I want to know what his kinks are, mm-hmm. he's still like, well, if you're uncomfortable, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like... No, that's not the poor purpose of this yeah. uh, conversation here, exactly. buddy. And I'm like, I'm I, not uncomfortable. Like, I want to know. I want to mm-hmm. know what you think is going to turn you on. And then I would like to, you know, make try agreements. and implement yeah. it. You know? Yeah. We can make more safe words. Yeah. <laughs> and... How how are how am I gonna know if I'm uncomfortable with it or not unless we discuss it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you got yourself a good one. Though. I did. All right, beams. Are you ready for your personally tailored question? Yes. Okay. I went too far in the email. Oh no! <laughs> I found it again. Now I'm good. Okay. Beams. Number two. You mentioned something about a BDSM community in your past podcast that you were looking into with your partner. Did you find out anything interesting about the community or get a chance to delve more? If so, what did you discover about the community? Um, well, the the website is, uh, I believe it's called FetLife, which is a social network for the BDSM fetish and kinky community. And this website is actually more global and it's got different chapters. Oh, okay. And there's actually um, different communities within each uh, major city. And they do, like, meetups. Oh, nice. Um, I haven't really delved too far into it. I think when we had originally um, taken a look at it and we were discussing possibly becoming involved with it, it was just, like, at a time in our... Um, lives where things were kind of moving, Mm -hmm. moving a lot, like moving around. Um, We were in the process of moving in together and things like that. So it's something that I, that's definitely not off the table for me. Mm -hmm. It's something that I intend on um, like readdressing once we kind of like settle down a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, But it's also kind of odd because, uh, it's almost like, in, like there are individuals and then there are couples, mm-hmm. and um, we would we basically would have to kind of define specifically what we were looking for within that community as a couple. Yeah, and um, that's just something that I I'm not quite sure of yet. Like I'm just curious about it. Yeah. So. That's where I'm at with that one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think um, mostly I was just curious about it just to kind of see what necessarily goes on on that website and um, what people are sharing and what people are thinking and um, what's what's the, the goings on. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed to doing any of the meetups and just kind of like talking to, to you know, like-minded people. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. So thanks again, Juicy J, for the awesome questions. Yeah, thanks, Juicy J. Can't wait until next week when shit gets real personal. <laughs> Super personal. <laughs> like ridiculously, <laughs> oh my god, personal. Um, so that's it for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you check out our Facebook. And definitely, definitely email us at bamandbeans at gmail.com. If you could maybe go on to iTunes and, you know, throw us uh, a review, that'd be cool, too. Yeah, definitely. Review us. But 
probably leave out how annoying my voice is. Shut up. My <laughs> God. And until next time, guys. Goodbye. Bye. I've been working on my podcast. God, I hope it's good. <laughs>